EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hey you, another week, another podcast brought to you directly from EV Comply. It's Friday the 15th of October. Major car makers like Volkswagen and Stellantis have been racing to secure battery cell supplies in Europe, but they may face a bigger challenge as they seek to go electric. Finding enough battery raw materials is proving a problem. Recently, battery cell factory announcements have come thick and fast, and EIT Inon Energy now lists almost 50 planned projects in the EU. The problem lies with raw materials like lithium, nickel and manganese, not to be confused with magnesium. Now, within a year, the price for lithium carbate has more than doubled. A global race is underway. One answer is investments in new raw material extraction in Europe. Lithium is particularly available, so needs more people, obviously, to extract it. Startup Vulcan Energy is working on obtaining lithium CO2 neutrally from thermal water in Germany's Upper Rhine Plain and has already signed up Renault as a customer. They say we would need a lot of projects like Vulcan Energy with one in every European country we would have a chance to build the supply chain in Europe. But without it, we're not sure how things are going to go. Interestingly, Ford have announced that they will deploy angels to troubleshoot busted EV chargers. All they'll do all day long is go and check EV chargers and see where they fail and why. Ford's general manager of electric vehicles, Darren Palmer, announced plans to deploy employees in specially equipped electric Ford Match E's to visit and test chargers when connected vehicle data or social media complaints suggest there might be a problem. Details of the initiative are yet to be finalised. The company expects it to launch before the end of the year. Here are the best-selling electric cars in China so far this year. Number one is the Hongai Mini, which is a SEAC, a GM Wuling, it's called. Number two is the Model 3 Tesla, and number three is the Model Y Tesla. So it's easy to see that Tesla has been well adopted in China, and Tesla owners, I'm sure, would argue as to why that is. So all EVs offer a multitude of measures that are used to slow down the process of battery degradation. However, the process is obviously inevitable. While many factors are at play, there are four main elements that assist further degrading of EV batteries. The first one is fast charging. Now, fast charging itself doesn't necessarily cause accelerated battery degradation, but the increased thermal load can damage the initial components of the battery cell. The second one is colder temperatures and even warmer ones. So cold temperatures can slow down an EV's charge rates and temporarily limit the overall range. Whereas warm temperatures can be beneficial for rapid charging, yes, but prolonged exposure to hot conditions can damage the cells. So it really is a catch-22. So if your car is sitting outside for long periods, it's best to leave it plugged in apparently, so it could use the shore power to condition the battery. And the fourth one is the more charge cycles. Now, the more wear on the cell, obviously, can affect things. Tesla reported that the Model S will see around a 5% degradation after breaching 25,000 miles. It also went on to show that, obviously, the more charge cycles a battery had been through, 
the more affected the cells were. I mean, that's inevitable, but some could argue has to be done as you have to charge to travel. Typically, though, it will take the worst toll on batteries within an average of eight to ten years. And you would presume in that time you'd be ready to switch things up anyway. Apparently, Tesla and Chinese automakers expanding into Europe have pushed the Volkswagen Group to accelerate plans to convert its main plant in Wolfsburg to make electric vehicles. The company admitted on Wednesday they were feeling the heat. Tesla in particular is a big worry for Germany's largest car maker as the US company will soon start producing EVs at its Giga Berlin plant near the German capital. The representative was referring to the fact that the Tesla factory under construction near Berlin will have a peak capacity of 5,000 to 10,000 cars a week, more than double the entirety of the German battery electric vehicle production in 2020. So no wonder Volkswagen are feeling the heat. Lithium is a hot topic, particularly this week. Now, exactly where lithium prices will settle is still a guess to you and I. But what we do know is none of the top CEOs are willing to let us know what they think is a fair price for lithium or what it should be in the long run. Now, that isn't a surprise. Executives do rarely talk openly about product pricing for obvious reasons. But long-term prices will eventually have to be determined in large part by the cost to make lithium and the industry cost curve is changing as new capacity comes online to meet rising demand. Now, we expect the industry to be producing all out to match the EV demand. Now, the challenge for the industry won't be to find new demand. It will be to meet the demand that's already created by EVs. But where this will leave the price of lithium, we're still yet to know. In other news, average monthly exports of cars for the EU into the UK have dropped a third in the first five months of 2021. When compared with the last quarter of 2020, Eurostat data showed that imports of cars from the UK into Europe fell by 27.6%. The UK exports 80% of the cars it makes and more than half, so 53.3% of these, end up in the EU. More than 90% of cars sold in the UK are imported and 78% of these come from the EU. More worrying for the UK's car makers is that protocols in the agreements that specify how much of a vehicle has to be produced within a jurisdiction, these rules of origin are set to tighten in 2024 and again in 2027. This is a concern for UK producers, particularly as the shift to the electric car ramps up. Cars made in the UK could hit with higher levies when exported if the rules deem that not enough of their value was created locally. The issue for the UK is around batteries, which make up about 30% of the cost of electric vehicles, according to Bloomberg's survey, which was published last December. Speaking of the EU, Spain seeks a £1.5 billion loan from the EU Recovery Fund for their EV plan. The government plans a huge investment in the production of EVs and batteries. Madrid, Spain will ask for the first loan worth £1.3 billion euros from the European Union's Recovery and Resilience Facility to finance a plan to build electric cars. According to the draft from 2022, the budget has been submitted to the country's parliament. Depending on how interest rates perform in the coming months, 
It may be in our interest to ask for more loans. This is what Budget Minister Maria Jesus Monterreo told a news conference. Until now, the government has shown interests only in requesting grants from the 750 billion euro EU recovery scheme, of which Spain is one of the main beneficiaries. Here's one for you, saving money just before Christmas. That's what we like to hear. Oh, Christmas. Can't believe I'm mentioning that already. I'm sorry. So electric vehicle drivers could save £360 a year by charging their vehicles more efficiently using cheap off-peak energy. Now we're talking. So more than a quarter, that's 28% of EV drivers, charge their vehicles whenever they get home rather than waiting for the cheapest time to plug in. And this is according to new research from EV comparison website Love My EV. Data from the website uncovered that an average EV driver who charges whenever they're home, irrelevant of price, would already lose out on savings of £200 per year on their charging alone. And fast-rising energy prices will mean they spend a further £160 on energy unnecessarily by not waiting for a cheaper off-peak period to charge their vehicle. So that is food for thought and, ironically, could put more food on the table if you watch the pennies. Chancellor Rishi Sunak is reportedly in a row with other cabinet members, including Transport Secretary Grant Shapps and Business Secretary, over his proposed plans to cut grants for buying electric vehicles. As reported by The Telegraph, the Treasury is expected to slash the grants, which amounts to £2,500 for electric cars and £1,500 for mopeds, focusing instead on funding EV chargers and bigger vehicles. The Chancellor's decision comes ahead of the autumn budget, which will be released on the 27th of October and a few weeks before COP26, when world leaders will gather in Glasgow to discuss how to best tackle climate change. Is the UK's EV charging network failing to provide equal access for disabled drivers? Lack of accessibility to the charging points may be in breach of equality laws, according to a new campaign, with the UK's 2.5 million blue badge holders at risk of being forgotten in the switch to electric power. The Equal Access for All campaign, launched by driving electric sister brand Auto Express, seeks to raise awareness of this issue after its research revealed EV charging providers are failing to meet their accessibility obligations under the Equality Act, with the UK government also moving slowly to intervene. The campaign is calling for the urgent provision of accessible EV charge sites and for the government to establish regulations on minimum numbers of accessible EV charging bays at any one location. It is also asking for charging point operators to ensure their units and locations meet the Equality Act of 2010 and the obligations. Speaking of chargers, if you're planning a route around the UK, then you best include the Lake District because the Lake District National Park has installed a network of 28 electric vehicle charging points across its locations. The chargers will be there to support its own fleet of BMW i3s, but it's also open to the public. The move is one of the Lake District's National Park's authority's low-carbon projects to promote a cleaner and more sustainable environment across the Lake District. 
And finally, Electric Circuits. The UK's first EV-only track day took place this week in Landed Nose Circuits in South Wales. It's the brainchild of John Chambers, who runs Tivo Solutions, a business catering to suspension upgrades for Teslas. Few countries are as well catered for as the UK when it comes to track days. So you might imagine an EV-only track day wouldn't be necessary. But according to Chambers, there are still lots of misconceptions. Only a year and a half ago, only about 50% of tracks would allow EVs on in the first place because they all were worried about fire and getting electrocuted if there was an accident, he says. Hence where Electric Circuit was born and it all went off to a flying start this week and hopefully it's one of many. You are now up to date with this week's EV news. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts. Go to ev-comply.com, pods and blogs on the website, and you can listen to this podcast again and all previous podcasts, but more importantly, all pods to come. So you have a fantastic weekend from everybody here at EV Comply, and we'll be back with you next Friday. 